0: Hi, Hi, Hermione. Hi. Like in Harry Potter. i yeah. was like I can't get over that. Um That's okay. So you're the stage manager for Arcadia.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm the cast, even- mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cast Mom. Cast <laughs> mom. How did that happen?
1: uh so i actually auditioned uh for a role in arcadia uh, so i came to the first auditions and i didn't get a callback so that was cool but there were uh there were other auditions later on because they weren't able to cast somebody for the role of gus uh so i came back for those auditions and i wrote down that i had had stage managing experience before uh so i was called and asked if i wanted to stage manage and i was like hey that's that's pretty good experience so here i am <laughs>
0: And um, so that means you have to be kind of deaf right from the beginning, right, all the way till now. Um, how's that journey been for you?
1: It's been very educational <laughs> uh, because, like a lot of the cast, I I didn't know who Lord Byron was at all uh, before yeah. the beginning of this, <laughs> and I didn't really even understand what the play, what was happening in the play, until like probably December. <laughs> <laughs> And we've been working on it since October. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very. It's reading the text. Reading the actual text of the play, it's very difficult to pick up what's going on. But once you actually see people acting it out, it's much easier to pick up. Oh, okay. And you end up learning a lot through it. Uh, like, so Lord Byron, uh, okay. he is an. <laughs> He is an actual historical figure, uh, but a lot of these characters in eighteen o nine are fictional mm. uh, so but you can learn a lot about how a lot of a lot of historical research process happens from this show yeah. and like Lucia said, kind of how we're never gonna know for sure uh, what's happening. we can only pick up the pieces and Try.
0: <laughs> and so, what does the stage manager do in a play?
1: uh so what I do is, I just take care of the cast. Really, I take care of all my all my favorites (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, so uh at the beginning of the process i just make sure everybody knows the call time and as time goes on once they start getting off book i help them with their lines and i help them pick up if they forget a line during the rehearsing process Mm. i basically i can answer questions as to where we're going to be what time we're going to be there Mm. uh just a lot of like fundamental organization stuff. Yeah. And uh, now at this point in the show, I'm actually working the lights in the light booth in the back. Oh, wow. Uh, so if, when the lights turn on, that's me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any uh, complicated lights that are uh, lighting for the play?
1: Uh, there. No, there aren't very many complicated light changes. We usually just have one light for each scene. Oh, okay. Uh, but we do have some interesting colors going on. Mm. Uh, so for 1809, we kind of have a purplish hue going on. Uh, because that's more how rooms back then would have looked because they were using candlelight. And uh oh, okay, okay. then for the twenty nineteen cast the light is a lot brighter, uh making the stage look like they had installed more.
0: Oh oh wait, wait, wait. So I remember uh Lucia talked about that the last scene had everyone. How did you like that Yeah.
1: One? Uh so we kind of started the beginning more bright, like twenty nineteen. Uh so the stage is very a bright yellow and the background is just uh, a bright blue Mm -hmm. Uh, and then as the scene goes on it goes from morning until evening Mm -hmm. and then once it hits evening uh, the light transcends into a more purplish hue so I think the last scene would actually be the most complicated lighting wise because I need to get it right so that it transitions from day to night and I don't accidentally shut off all the lights (laughs) on the stage Uh, (laughs) There was this uh, one point in rehearsal a couple of days ago uh, where we were going through the show with the light cues, I think for the first time. Mm-hmm. There was one point where uh, people were coming out and I couldn't quite see what was going on. So I turned on the lights and it's just the other stage manager and she's just standing in the middle looking up blankly. <laughs> and so that's a that's the thing I, I am not going to do during the actual shows, I hope. <laughs>
0: um, And tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? What do you do now?
1: Uh, so, I am currently a student at the University of King's College Foundation Year program, uh, so I obviously spend a lot of my time reading, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I've done performances with Neptune Theaters Youth Performance Company oh. as a teenager. I mean, I guess I still technically am a teen, but I'm an adult teen. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... I am also doing Theater 1800 at Dalhousie as my arts elective.
0: Well, well, so that what's that? It's
1: like it's an it's an intro to acting course basically. Oh, okay. uh, so we do a bunch of different exercises, uh, learning how to become comfortable with our bodies and moving Wait, our bodies. What, what does that uh,
0: involve?
1: Uh so we have to learn different ways to Kind of warm up our body, so we need to st- learn different ways to stretch. Uh, oh, like
0: just- in the photo in the in the book, right? That's kind of yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah, something like that. Because wor- warming up is really crucial to giving a good performance, in my in my opinion, hmm. uh, because you can you can really tell when an actor goes on and they're really stiff and mm-hmm. uncomfortable and just don't want to be up there. <laughs> Versus when they're like, their body is loose and they're, you have so much, you have so many more options oh, okay. when your body is loose mm-hmm. and especially for more, well, I guess especially more for musicals because you need to dance and lose, use a lot more for your body, but for acting, you definitely need to have those different options available okay. because you can be asked to do some really fun <laughs> stunts.
0: <laughs> Are anyone's in the play? Sorry? Fun stunts in the play.
1: Um, in Arcadia. I guess I would consider the waltzing a bit of a stunt because there's one point at the end of the last scene where we have two couples dancing on stage yeah. and they need to cross by each other two times. Uh, but the space is very small mm. and so trying to get them not to crash into each other while they're <laughs> waltzing has uh, proven to be a bit of a challenge.
0: Do they, do they do all this in the, you know, in the costume for the time, right?
1: Uh, yes, they do. So we have one couple that is from 1809. And then the other couple is one person from 2019. And the other person, we're not sure. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he just, he's he shows up in all of the 2019 scenes until the end. And then you don't really know. Okay. So, that's some spooky stuff. Come <laughs> find, come find out and see Arcadia.
0: <laughs> um, so you're in Kings and you're doing um the theater 1800 thing. Yes. So what else do you do?
1: Um, I've been doing this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am also the uh, first year representative for the Day Student Society at uh, at Kings, okay. and so the goal of that society is to support students who don't live on campus. Uh, or near campus. So for, so we try to encourage them to come out to events, uh, even if it might be difficult. So we'll do things like we'll cover the cost for them to go to formal meals, uh, which uh, at King's, once a month, we they hold, they hold a formal meal. And so we all get dressed up in robes and we march into... Wait, wait, the- I'm
0: sorry. Robes, like... like
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like academic robes, like in Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I... It- actually really cool i promise
0: <laughs> i'm not laughing because it's not cool i'm just yeah i i didn't well i didn't know this so I'll, clearly i've never been at king so yeah, <laughs> yeah we all, what, what are the colors of the robes
1: uh they're just they're they're just black robes. oh
0: everyone wears the same color yeah
1: everybody wears the same color we all just wear black robes so people usually dress up a little bit underneath so people will uh, okay. wear like a nice dress or a dress shirt and dress pants every month uh once a month yeah it's not necessary you don't have to oh, go yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, people usually like to go especially if you're a day student it's free food because we cover we co- we cover the cost for it so yeah. you know if you uh you have if you have the cost covered for a really fancy meal like yeah. why not go yeah
0: yeah where <laughs> is know? it held in school
1: uh it's in prince hall so that's kings um that's kings Meal Hall.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, are you a day student or?
1: I am a day student. Yeah, I live in Cole Harbour.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that. B-
1: That's not that bad, yeah. no. Uh, like there are there are some challenges, like on really snowy days. Oh god, yeah. Like there was one day where all the where all the public schools were closed, and it was really really icy and. I just kind of bundled myself up where and went we have, at it you had to go yeah yeah
0: oh man <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm calling it today I'm done I mean there are days where uh, yeah mm-mm. there are the some days where, just... where you just
1: have to you just have to throw <laughs> yourself in there and hope
0: for the best and, I, and your name right mm. when her like how I, you know when I I remember I like, D- dementia your name I was like wait what I thought it was a joke right because <laughs> do you, you want my driver's license <laughs> <laughs> so how um how has it been for you because people must have all, you must have heard it all right
1: uh yeah I've I'm usually asked about Harry Potter like once or twice a week <laughs> I kinda and I've, I've never read the entire series
0: <laughs> have you seen the movies at least
1: I've seen some of the movies
0: have you seen the new whatever something beasts whatever
1: oh fantastic beasts yeah. where to find them uh no, I have not seen it. Uh, I've read the book. There's like they, there's like a copy of the of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them which was um in so in the first book of Harry Potter uh where they're like going school school shopping uh down in Diagon Alley, uh there's like a list of books that he needs and one of them is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and there is an actual published copy in our world of that book and so I had that and when I was 11 years old like I haven't read the entire series but I did I was really into the first few the first few movies I didn't read all the books at that time Uh, and uh, I remember I had had that book and I was like wow all these books must be real and so I would be going to the library and trying to find them (laughs) So even though I haven't read all the books, I did have my face where so I was really into it.
0: Fair enough. So uh, how do you handle being asked all the Harry Potter questions? Because it <laughs> literally says on fame? your on your. <laughs> it says on your Instagram, yes, like in Harry Potter. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> because you know, I just it's, that's my bio, so that I can get that out of the way before meeting people. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I was uh, I was actually named after the character in uh, Shakespeare's *Winters Tale*. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I thought I as a child I thought I was named after Hermione Granger for a long time. And then my <laughs> mom corrected me. She's like, "No, you're you're really not." <laughs> 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 and uh, uh so the name the name itself, it's a it's a feminine version of the name Hermes, which is a messenger god okay. uh, in Greek mythology. And uh I was stage managing another show last summer, and I remember going backstage and delivering a message. And somebody says, "Hey, it's kind of funny that your name means <laughs> a messenger god. You're a stage manager." I'm like, "I, g- I guess, yeah."
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what what's next? Are you uh, once Arcadia Stone wants to just are um, you gonna?
1: I'm looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I have one, but it's in Burnside, and it is a two-hour bus commute uh, from King's, and oh, yeah. I don't want to sacrifice my education. So I'm looking for an on-campus job. Uh, I might audition for something with the King's Theatrical Society. The Dow Theater Society is having their auditions uh, today and tomorrow, I believe. But You're I've working. got so much on my plate yeah. right now that I just <laughs> I don't want to worry about preparing a monologue and everything. So yeah. And I want to put finding a job first right <laughs> How did now? you get into theater? Um, well, when I was seven years old, uh, I had a neighbor, and she was into theater, and uh, she did like community children's theater. Uh, and uh, my parents thought that was interesting, and so they were like, hey, you're going to do that too. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, now I'm here. I just got really, got really into it, and uh, I did, yeah, I did, just like community children's theater from when I was about eight until 13. And uh, then I did Neptune classes from around 14 to 18.
0: Um, so what do you, now you stage manage and you've done acting, which is there anyone you prefer to the other?
1: I prefer acting. Mm. I just, I just want to work anywhere in the theater really. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy doing any role in oh, okay. a theatrical production. Uh, but I do prefer acting and I would like to pursue that as a career.
0: Um, what do you like about acting?
1: Uh I tend I find it, you kind of get to explore hmm. yourself in different expressions, uh, through acting. Uh so it's kinda of like how Lucia was talking about cosplaying. It's kind of like that, but with personalities <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh so I feel like uh performing different roles, I feel like I've learned more about myself as a person too mm-hmm. uh not that when you're acting, the person you're acting is who you are yeah, yeah. Um, but it's definitely experimental, and also from the audience perspective, I've been like very emotionally affected by different actors and watching people act and listening to people speak and sing uh has been very healing to me in uh many different times in my life and so uh like well like i said earlier emotionally like it's kind of a mental health thing i think uh i'm just gathering my thoughts uh so it's like having somebody portray a character or a situation That is similar to your own and seeing how they deal with it Mm -hmm. and trying to like kind of see yourself in it uh, kind of helps you feel like you're not alone. Even if the character of the song is like is fictional, it's it's kind of like having a fictional best friend (laughs) that makes sense like like or even reading a book like when you're reading a book and you're reading about this character and you can really relate to them or something about them really kind of speaks to you and you're like oh my gosh this is me and you can see how they deal with different uh thoughts or feelings or actions and you can decide if you want to implement that in your own life or how that you want That to affect you,
0: yeah. I know exactly what you mean because, like, sometimes I, I, if I'm dealing with something, I put in a character like I'm writing, or or Mm. or or put sections of each in three different characters and see, oh, how do they deal with it? So, I understand exactly what you're saying, but then, um, there's a slight difference with acting in theater and acting in film. Um, yeah, is anyone you've not done film? I'm guessing, I've not done film, yeah, but like, you have an idea about it, which one do you prefer? I know you haven't done film yet, but just saying.
1: I think, I mean, I'm interested in working in film and uh, trying it out. Uh, I do really feel like my love is for live theater. Mm. And because there's such, there's such a rush in having the show go up and then come down, if that makes sense. Uh, One of my, uh, one of my drama teachers in uh, high school uh, she she referred to theater as like a snowman and so you built it and it was beautiful but eventually it melts but that doesn't mean that it wasn't it didn't bring people happiness right yeah. and I think something being temporary is absolutely beautiful um, because the audience, is seeing the show and they're the only ones that are ever going to see that show performed exactly that way. Yeah, like sure. even when you're acting and you're doing the same show like five times a week or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't really had that experience. Most of the runs I've been in have only gone up for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but each time you perform it, it kind of, it feels a little bit different. Like even throughout after the rehearsal process and you're already putting on the show, you still find new things about your character. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, And you can find different ways to deliver what you're saying and different ways to think about what you're saying. Uh, Like you might have performed a character as being uncomfortable uh, and then you realize that maybe your character finds something funny rather than uncomfortable or something like that.
0: (laughs) Um, So the Blackout podcast is giving away two tickets for the show on Wednesday. And there's a passphrase that you have to say. Do you want to share it?
1: lightning
0: okay um thanks for coming in today um i can't wait to find out what the algorithm part of the play is about
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i learned what algorithms were from this play (laughs) i i am an art student i do arts i do humanities i yeah that's one thing i've learned that's another thing i've learned from this play
0: (laughs) thanks for coming in today
1: thank you very much